Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Hey, what's up, you guys? Hey, what's up, you spooky guys? Um, uh, hey, Haley, how are you? I'm great, Catherine. How are you? Um, Hi, Catherine. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I'm good. Hi, Haley. (laughs) I did that backwards. I know. I'm stoop. No, you're wonderful. At least cries. Uh, <laughs> just starts ugly crying because I got complimented. You know, you know, like there, I I'm that person where I don't know how to react when you compliment me. Yeah. So like you'll be like, oh my god, I love your what I get. I get. I love your aesthetic a lot. Yeah. No, now for some reason I don't know, and I'm like, I'm just like, oh my god, thank you. But inside I'm like, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, it's a valid response to it's a like compliment. When, it's like when you go to the movies and, <laughs> and they're enjoy like, your enjoy your movie. You, you too. too. Uh. They follow you into the movie theater. <laughs> they're like, oh, okay. They eat your popcorn. Out of your <laughs> you just feel a hand. You told me. You told me to enjoy your movie. <laughs> so I'm enjoying your popcorn too. <laughs> Um, speaking of movies, speaking of movies, it's horror movie week. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> um, and Haley's gonna to bring us a movie today. Mm. We literally just watched it, literally like ten minutes ago. <laughs> because wanna... Catherine's never seen it. Okay, first of all, I haven't seen a lot of movies. Second of all, even if I did, I wouldn't remember. <laughs> That's true. She has. She's literally Dory. I am Dory, and I don't, I don't, I mean, things sound familiar a lot of the times, but I don't feel like I remember. <laughs> That's why it's so frustrating, because I'll be like, have you seen this? She's like, hmm. <laughs> she'll look at a picture, and she'll be like, it looks familiar, but... But did I just scroll past it right. one day? Like, did you just <laughs> see it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then she'll be like, oh yeah, that one person's in it, John James or whatever, and I'm like, who's John James? <laughs> And she's like, this guy. And I'm like, what else is he in? And she's like, he's in this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah that, yeah, that that guy. That guy's hot. <laughs> Literally, if he has a beard and brunette hair, you're like, I know who that is. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. Anyway. Anyway, okay. so what, what movie are we doing? I know, I already know, but you're going to tell the spooky babes. What movie? We are talking about Crimson Peak. 
<laughs> now, Crimson Peak was written and directed by Guillermo del Toro. And I know I've said Rob Zombie's like one of my favorites, but Guillermo del Toro is a un- close phenomenal. <laughs> like, oh my god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yes. He, he is a favorite. <laughs> I love all of his movies. All of his movies, like, if if you've ever seen a Guillermo del Toro movie, they're beautiful. Tell us what he what other movies he did, in case so, they don't know. Right. Okay. In case they're like me. <laughs> okay. He's done both Hellboys, the one uh-huh. with Ron Perlman in him. He's done um, Pan's Labyrinth. He did Mama, mm-hmm. another horror movie. Mm-hmm. And did Crimson Peak. And nice. he... He did a show. It's still running right now. It's called The Strain. It's on FX. Oh. It's about like, it's like a vampire show. It's really good. I've never seen that. No, it's good. They've got, they're like, they're vampires, but their tongue like comes out and like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's good. (laughs) But yeah, all of his, all of his, all of his movies are beautiful. Like, I don't know. This movie was really beautiful. Like, crazy so crimson peak is it's described as a gothic ghost story romance okay <laughs> yeah 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 what'd you I say, say so. yeah this beautifully this beautifully made movie love it it came out in 2015 so it's uh, going on six years now mm-hmm. uh it stars mia wazakowska cares <laughs> <laughs> Mia Wazakowska, yeah, who plays Edith Cushing, who's the main character, antagonist, right, or protagonist? Protagonist. Okay. She plays the protagonist, and then I said that with my full chest. I have no idea, but I think it's protagonist. Because <laughs> pro's good, yeah? yeah, yeah. And then anti, yeah. yeah. Okay, that sounds right. So she plays the protagonist, and then we have beautiful Tom Hiddleston, <sighs> who. <laughs> A lot of people should know who this is. Yeah, I mean, if you're on TikTok, you'd know who Tom is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for those of you who don't, he plays Loki. In Marvel movies. Yes. Um, but he plays the, um, I guess, anta- partial antagonist. Anyway, he plays Tom. He wants Sharp. to be good. Yeah, it, eventually. Yes. Yes. Um, and then we have Jessica Chastain. She's truly the antagonist. <laughs> truly the antagonist, yes. And then we have Jim Beaver. Yes. For our Supernatural fans out there. Yes, that's Bobby for our Supernatural fans. <laughs> and then, this is a shock to me because I didn't even know. We have fucking Charlie Hunnam, if that's how you say his last name. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> who plays Dr. Alan McMichaels. Mm-hmm. He's from Sons of... He's from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Jax. Yeah. I was like... I knew he looked familiar, and I was like, why can't I place him? He looks <laughs> so weird without a beard. Yeah, he does. I could not tell that, that was him. I was like, he's cute, <laughs> but like... Mm. I knew. I was looking at him, and I was like, he looks familiar, like, in the eye region, but like, his mouth is strange to me. It's because we don't see the mouth. It's right. covered with beard and right. mustache. It's not like his mouth is wrong or bad in any sort of way it's just it looked so different but i recognized the eyes but i was like i couldn't picture that i couldn't pull them out of my head what was your rating of this movie out of 10 7 
Seven out of ten? Sure. Nice. It got a 6.6 out of ten, so you are not far off. I could be a movie critic, guys. If I could remember one movie that I've ever watched, I could be a movie critic. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, I will have completely forgotten this movie. They immediately have to ask your rating right after the movie. (laughs) And I'll just be like, seven. (laughs) Give sevens to everything. You just look at the watch and you're like, you have about 10 seconds before I forget the entire movie. Ask me now. Ask me, ask me now if you want my rating. <laughs> but, uh, yes. So the movie is about Edith Cushing, who is an aspiring author. And back then, it was looked down upon if you wanted to do anything other than be a stay-at-home housewife. Yeah. Anyway. So... She takes her book, it basically gets denied, says it's ne- it needs more romance. Oh, it's a ghost story. Ugh, it needs more romance. It's not a ghost story. The ghosts are a metaphor for the past. Yeah, that's what she says. So, while she's dropping off her manuscript or having it left over, Thomas Sharp comes to town, comes to a meeting to meet with Edith's dad. And, get, other, and other, other old white men. <laughs> other old rich men. Yeah. To basically beg money, beg for money for his little digging contraption. For clay. Yeah, for clay, because it apparently has a lot of minerals and mm-hmm. whatever. It's, it'll be good somehow, economically, <laughs> for the world. I don't know. Right. Um, but her dad is not stupid. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> he basically tells the man... Basically, just by shaking his hand, he can tell that he has not worked a hard day in his life. Yeah, because of how hands soft. are little baby smooth hands. He said they were the softest hands he's ever felt. <laughs> but, and then he pulls out a list of cities that he's went to mm-hmm. and failed. Mm-hmm. London, Milan, and Edinburgh, mm-hmm. I think it was. Remember those. Remember those for later. So basically, her dad... Denies him. Says, no, mm-mm. Not for me, kid. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> and he, you know, droops his head and walks away in shame. Tail between his legs. Yeah, tail tucked between his legs. He's so sad. So um, He had already met Edith, and he took a liking to her, saw that she was writing a book, and he was actually interested. And when he found out that she was... Mm-hmm. Big money bag man's daughter. <laughs> he automatically was like, "You the one for me. You the one for me. <laughs> so you plus me equals love." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he takes a liking to her. Fast forward, they're they're all going to this big party at the McMichaels' house. It's a it's a poppin' party, woo! And Lucille <laughs> yeah. Sharp, the sister, mm-hmm. is playing piano. Mm-hmm. Very well. She's very creepy. I Yeah, I didn't like her the whole time. So, Lucille and Tom is, like... One thing I wanted to mention, like, the whole color palette for this movie, especially in the beginning, is all, like, white and colorful and just Mm -hmm. bright. And then in come the sharps, and they're just dark. Mm -hmm. Black hair, pale, dark suits. Right. I know I said that during one of the uh, scenes at the party. I was like... He's so pale. Yeah. Like, that was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that that was good production design. Like, just mm-hmm. good. Just <laughs> everything. But, um, but yeah. So, basically, Edith 
Thomas hit it off. Mm-hmm. He's going to propose to her. Her father... After knowing her for two days. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say that's a red flag. Red flag. But it's Tom Hiddleston, so. I mean, <laughs> he could come up right now and be like, marry me, and I'd be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know you, but... Yeah. You're cute. Yeah. Anyway. But, um... Yeah, so her her dad just, there's this, like, feeling inside of him where he's like, there's something wrong with this man. Yeah. And he's not wrong. He's, he was accurate. Right. So he basically sends this private investigator, Holly. He basically sends this private investigator to go dig up dirt on the sharps. Mm-hmm. He comes back with some tea. Yeah. Some tea. And we don't get to know that tea until the very end. I know. They show, like, a half of the page, and I'm like... <laughs> she was, like, like trying, pause, to read trying to read it. No. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah. So, there was some... There's some tea on the sharps. Mm-hmm. So, the dad basically bribes both of them with... I don't know how much money, but... A substantial amount of uh, money. Yeah. To so skip town. a check to basically get on the next bus... Next train out and leave. And then he also had... Told Thomas that he needs to break... Edith's heart. Yeah. So she doesn't what does try my, to follow him. Yeah. What does my man's do? He breaks her heart. He basically takes her to the side and says that her novel is basically shit. Yeah. It just rags on her fucking novel. Yeah. And she smacks the fuck out of him. Right. And uh, they part ways. Yeah. Forward to the next day. <laughs> Edith's just lying in bed. She gets. Her manuscript sent back to her along with a letter from Thomas. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, her father is, you know, in the about to shave himself, you know, just enjoying good old time. Mm-hmm. And a mysterious figure just comes out of nowhere and kills him. Yep. Dead. It was sad. Dead. It was really sad. It was so sad. Bobby from Supernatural didn't deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> No, he didn't. <laughs> so, her dad's dead. She gets that letter. She And in the letter, Thomas basically tells her everything. Mm-hmm. Her dad bribed him, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, she's like, oh my god. He actually loves ah! me. So, she runs and goes find, like, tries to find him. He ends up finding her and waiting for her because it's true love. Mm-hmm. At this point, I turned back to her and I was like, is the romance going to stop yet? Or like, when, <laughs> she, she when's was like, the horror movie starting? <laughs> she was like, does this get more scary? <laughs> I was like, yeah, just give it a second. <laughs> but yeah. So they they reunite, confess their love for each other, and then she gets the bad news. She has to identify her father's body because his face was so disfigured mm-hmm. and she does mm-hmm. and at that point she's like I have no one else because her mom died and she was 10 and right. it was just her dad right. and so no she siblings. yeah no siblings no nothing so she accepts Thomas's proposal mm-hmm. and they get married and then he takes her back to England where he's from and takes her to Al Allerdale yeah. Allerdale Hall, which yeah. is their his his sister Lucille and him's like family mansion. Right, that is extremely deteriorating. Yeah, it's it's like rotting away. Like, there's a hole in the yeah. ceiling, and there's always constant like snow or like leaves or yeah, whatever moss. season it is, like <laughs> yeah, just falling through. Mm-hmm. So they get there, and we meet 
Finley, who's the groundskeeper. And Thomas goes, oh, I'd like you to meet my wife. And he goes, oh, yeah, you've been married a long time. Or been married a while. Yeah. And she's like, what does he mean by that? Yeah. And, yeah. He's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't know what he means. Yeah. He's just an old man. Dementia, something. I don't know. He's crazy. Yes, like... Five seconds is a long time to this man. <laughs> I don't know. But... And then this cute little doggy. I don't even know what the dog's name was. I don't either. This cute dog just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, can we keep him? And he's like, whatever you want, darling. Whatever. Yeah. She comes into this house. It's dark, creepy, like, cr- creaking, everything. Mm-hmm. It's just gothic. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. But... If it had a roof. Yeah. If it had a roof and wasn't, like, crumbling. Right. So, basically, the whole point, this house is built on, like, this huge hill, and underneath is a bunch of red clay, Mm -hmm. and it, like, it's apparently good for some reason, and... But the house is basically sinking into it. Yeah, but it's sinking, yeah, it's basically sinking in because the, yeah, the clay's eating it. Yeah. (laughs) Lucille's a fucking cold ass bitch to her. Yeah. Like I she's weird. Not a fan. She's weird the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And she's the only one with like a whole bunch of keys. Like mm-hmm. she's just There's secrets everywhere. Like, you can just tell everybody's up to something. Has right. something to hide. Right. So throughout the time that Edith is now at her new home, mm-hmm. she hears and sees a lot of Spooky things. Spooky things. <laughs> so basically, these two siblings are just convincing these heiresses mm-hmm. who have lots of money mm-hmm. to marry Thomas. And sign away. And sign away all their fortune and everything and slowly kill them. Right. For their money. Right. The thing is, though, all of the previous ones were like older. Like mm-hmm. way older. Mm-hmm. And Thomas never had sex with any of them. Like, nothing ever happened. Right. But Edith. Yeah. Edith is different. He actually falls for her. Right. And they do have sex. One night, because Edith is just going crazy. She's seeing these ghosts. Like, she's freaking out and scared. (laughs) Yeah. And Thomas is like, okay, I'm going to take her out, get some fresh air. We're going to go to the post office tomorrow. They go. And the post guy says, oh, Miss Sharp, you have a lot of letters here. Yeah. And it's a lot of letters that were actually for her, but then there was a letter for an ES from Italy. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, I don't know anyone in Italy. Like, what? (laughs) Turns out it was for Enola. Yeah. Which she did earlier in the movie, saw like a trunk with ES on it and Mm -hmm. Enola name. So she's like, what's going on? Like, whatever. Right. When they they end up staying the night up there, they, that's when they have sex. They come back. Old this, timey sex. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was great. Um, but they come back and Lucille is like freaking out. Yeah. She throws breakfast. Yeah. Like, she was like, I was. Worried. I thought you were in a ditch. <laughs> Turns out she was just like. Uh, you sleeping? You guys fucked. <laughs> yeah. What'd you guys do? What'd you do when you huh? were sleeping here? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so another red flag. <laughs> another red flag. If you don't know where we're going with this, I'm so sorry. But yeah, 
So, everything starts to come together. She finds out that Thomas has married these, like, three previous women. They also killed their mom. Or, one of them killed their mom. And they just want her money and they're slowly poisoning her. Meanwhile, back in America, her good old pal, Dr. Allen, also had his own suspicions. Uh-huh. And got did did some digging and he found all the tea that the dad had saw previously which was the newspaper article from when their mom died and then also all the marriage certificates that he's already married and so he takes it upon himself to go surprise visit the house that night when edith is like super sick yeah she and is putting all the pieces together. Yeah, she finally has has all the pieces almost. She sees her final ghost, which is Enola, and she's holding a ba- a ghost baby. Right. And she was like, "I know who you are. You're Enola Scotty, or Shoddy." Yeah. And she was like, "What are you what, trying to tell what me? What are you trying to tell me?" And she point like the ghost points, and so she goes into this room and she sees Lucille and Thomas like <laughs> doing things. <laughs> And then Things Lucille. Siblings should not do. Yeah, so we're kind of so Edith is like, I knew it. You guys aren't siblings. And then the the sister comes up and she's like, Oh, that's funny. But we are. And then pushes her over the ledge, thinking she killed her because that was her. Yeah, that was her goal was right. to kill her. And then right as she falls and like thinks she's dead. Yeah. The f- Dr. Allen shows up and is like, oh, like, yeah. hi. And then, um, she, so Edith is, she wakes up. Her foot is now, like, pat, like, casted up and everything. Everyone's playing dumb. Literally everyone is. Mm-hmm. And Lucille's like, oh, what a godsend that you're here. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. So perfect Fake that you bitch. got here. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So, even though Allen knows what's going on. Yeah. So he, he basically says that he wants some time with his patient, you know, and she's like, of course, like, whatever. And then Lucille's like, we have to take care of him. Like, he knows something. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, so they go get a knife. Or she goes and gets a knife. Thomas at this point is like, you can tell he yeah, doesn't he's want so any done. part of this. Yeah. Like, because he's in love with Edith and whatever. So. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so, uh, but, <laughs> but yeah. So <clears throat> Lucille grabs a knife. The doctor's, like, trying to take Edith away, but then, like, and then he basically tells them, oh, I know everything. You did this, you did that, you're married, blah, blah, blah. And then Lucille stabs him, like, as they're trying to walk out the door. Mm-hmm. And then she tells her brother, like, do you want to get your hands dirty for once? Yeah. So I actually don't think he actually killed anybody, like, mm-hmm. ever. It was all Lucille. But he... Goes up to the doctor, he has the knife, and he, like, whispers to him, and he was like, tell me where. Yeah, like, he's like, me. you're a doctor, tell me where. Basically. And so the doctor, like, puts it in a place that wouldn't... Kill him. Hurt him as much. Yeah, where it's non-fatal. Yeah. So, he stabs him, Lucille thinks he's dead. Lucille takes Edith to the room so that she can sign the final papers to give them all of her money. Mm-hmm. All of her dad's money. So... Edith was talk. Edith and Lucille are talking. You get a little bit more backstory on like how they were abused as kids, and mm-hmm. their mom was just awful. And her mom found out about their relationship, 
And so Lucille killed her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Thomas ended up getting sent to a boarding school, I think it was. And then Lucille got Lucille got sent to like an insane asylum. Which makes sense. She's fucking crazy. She's crazy. You can tell Lucille is very codependent. Like, she does not want to leave her brother. Like, mm-hmm. her brother is everything to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she freaks out on Edith and is like, sign the papers! So she signs them. And then Edith attacks Lucille. Lucille grabs a knife, attacks Thomas. <laughs> so she goes running after Edith and she grabs the big like hatchet thing that she killed her mom with and she's like i saved the souvenir before they sent me away yeah (laughs) so she's (laughs) so her and edith have this like fight (laughs) or cat and mouse kind Mm -hmm. of thing lucille they they're finally like about to like you know Mm -hmm. someone's gonna kill somebody and lucille's like i'm not i won't stop until i kill you or you kill me and then um, Edith gets distracted, and she was like, help me. And she's, Lucille goes, I'm not going to help you. I'm not, I, yeah. Why would I help you? Yeah, and then she was like, turn around, don't you see him? And Lucille turns around, and it's the ghost of Thomas. Mm-hmm. And Lucille's like, oh, yeah. my baby, my brother. And then she just gets wrecked by a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, WWE style. <laughs> 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 yeah, then then Edith just comes in with a sneak attack, a shovel, and then Lucille's like, I told you. I told you I'm not going to stop until I kill you or you kill me. And she's like on the ground, like yeah. crawling. And Edith and just goes, bap, bam, back with on the, the shovel head. again. And then she was like, I heard you the first time. I heard you the first time, bitch. Yeah. And she didn't say that. She part, didn't but say bitch, no. But she should have. That's what we're saying. Yeah. But yeah, so she ends up killing Lucille, and then her and Thomas have this moment, like, there's no speaking or anything, but yeah. just, like, that moment, and then his ghost, like, disappears, disappears. and passes on, yeah. you know? And then it just zooms in on her face, and that's how the movie began, too. Uh-huh. Like, it zooms in on her face, and it just says, it's her monologue, and it says, ghosts are real, that I know. That I know for sure. That something. I know for sure, Yeah. And then it, like, just pans, and you can see, like, the house, and it, like, goes in the house. Yeah. And then it goes over to the piano, and you just see Lucille yeah. all black and, like, def- like skeleton, skeleton face yeah. and playing the piano. Right. And it's, um, and it was saying, like, how ghosts that are tied to revenge or mm-hmm. whatever will always stay. stay. Yeah. So she's basically stuck there now yeah. forever. And then I guess it showed, like, a book or something. The movie was insinuating that she, um, Edith, that she ended up writing that story. Mm-hmm. Like, told her story. Right. Because I'm like, yeah, that would be her story. Ghosts and love. and Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how it ends. Roll credits. credits. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I hated the sister. That's all I know. <laughs> But, you know, I always talk about budgets. The budget for this movie was $55 million. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The box office, how much do you think it made? 75 
You're so close. 74.7. Oh my god. If you used the rules of rounding, I would have gotten it. Yeah. <laughs> I was so proud. That was so good. <laughs> I was like, damn. She almost all my money. I was like, wow, a movie that actually made their money back. You know, my little fun facts. Here we go. Fun facts. Hey, My little section right here. Um, but <clears throat> Guillermo del Toro, he actually wrote like a a mini like mock script for this mm-hmm. story like back in like 2006 mm-hmm. and he did sell it to Universal Studios but they actually never went along with it until like 2013 like 2013 mm-hmm. um because Del Toro was working on like Hellboy, Hellboy 2 yeah. and all that so there was just no, no time to do it but then they finally did it um but he was Wanted to go for a ghost story and gothic romance. Uh, it was heavily inspired by The Haunting, The Innocence, and The Shining. And Haunted Mansion. Oh. The Shining. I looked back at her at the very beginning of the movie and I was like, is this Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy? And she was like, no. And I'm like, okay, tough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, the house... The house in the beginning, like the hallways and stuff, that definitely does give off the Haunted Mansion vibe, but <laughs> no, it was not. So it first premiered at Fantastic Fest on September 25th, 2015, and it was released in the U.S. in like, theaters and stuff on October 16th of the same year. Nice. So I actually did see this movie in theaters. Nice. So that's probably about when I went. Here's my actual, actual fun facts. So Benedict Cumberbatch and Emma Stone. Actually, Benedict Cumberbatch for the Tom guy? Yeah. And then Emma Stone. For Lucille or for uh, Edith? Edith. Were were actually casted first. Yeah. They actually were casted, got the role and everything, but then they dropped out. They were lost, I guess. I I mean, (laughs) I guess. I I don't think that, I don't think Emma would be a good Edith, but I think that Benedict Cumberbatch would be a good Thomas. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, in 2015, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, like I said, it was sold to Universal Studios. The people that run Halloween Horror Nights at mm-hmm. Universal, they made, they had, they adapted uh, Crimson Peak into a maze for, oh. for Horror Nights. And I was like, that's so cool. That'd like, be I super cool. I would have loved to see what that was. But, um, but yeah. It got 72% positive ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.6 out of 10, like I said. Mm-hmm. And then... One of the reviews that I wrote on here, just because it's Stephen fucking King, but... He reviewed it? Yeah. Ugh. Stephen King, basically, he loved it, said, gorgeous and just fucking terrifying. That's what he said. And then it, um, I'll lastly talk about some, you know, some awards that it did win. Uh, the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. Do you remember the yes. talking about this? Yeah. So, Je- uh, Jessica, Ch- Jessica Chastain yes. won. She won Best Supporting Actress... And then, um, Golden Trailer Awards, they got, they won Best Horror Film. And then for Saturn Awards, Thomas Sanders won Best Production Design. That is all I have for my research on Crimson Peak. There actually wasn't that much, surprisingly. Hmm. I really liked the movie. What's your, what's your, what's your rating? My rating? I would probably say, like, a six or a seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, honestly, I just... It's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful yeah. movie. Yeah. It's just the color palettes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, it's beautiful, like, artistically beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. it's beautiful scenery, beautiful, like, 
stage setup and color palettes and mm -hmm. all that stuff. The characters have really beautiful costumes. Mm -hmm. Those kinds of things. Uh, if you want to watch it, it is on Netflix. It's on Netflix, it maybe. It is on Netflix. You guys can watch it anytime you want. Doesn't say it's coming off Netflix. This is one of the easiest ones that we've, won we've watched that you can mm -hmm. see without having to rent or anything. Right. What's next week? Next week is Spooky Week, and we are doing Urban Legends. Oh my gosh, yes. Urban Legends. So Urban Legends is honestly just a... Uh, like a ploy for us to be able to do like little mini spooky stories pretty much because like you know it's kind of hard to identify if it's technically an urban legend or an urban myth or just a spooky story that goes around like you can't really mm -hmm. tell at the end of the day because you don't really know where it started and pretty much if you don't know i mean if you don't know what an urban legend is basically an example the boogeyman yeah yeti the yeti bigfoot Big Sasquatch, same thing. Sasquatch, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Those are all, all urban legends. But where do they really start? Is there blah, blah? Like, is, mm -hmm. the, is the proof really proof? Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, so we're going to do urban legends next week. And maybe we'll, we'll make that a little mini-series whenever we can't figure out another spooky thing to do. We'll do urban legends number two. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's so many. There's so many, and there's always more that come about. <laughs> right. Like, we could probably make one up right now. But in October, we are going to get two episodes every week instead of one. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a bonus episode every week on Wednesday. It would be really cool if you spooky babes could send us some stories that we could share during spooky season. Mm-hmm. That would be really nice. Yeah. So you can send it to us on Messenger on Facebook. If you go to our Facebook, there's a Facebook message button. Just hit message and send it us. You can send it to us as a DM on Instagram um, or Twitter. And Twitter is for the ghouls and Instagram and Facebook are Saturdays for the ghouls. Yes. So if you follow us there and send us any spooky stories that you have, I'll be able to read those and we'll be able to maybe share them with the other spooky babes. That'd be super cool. All right. We are very happy to, and excited that we reached 1,000 followers on Facebook. Woo! So if you guys are one of those followers, you guys got in on the ground floor. Um, <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we kind Still of kind of not on the bottom. bottom. <laughs> We're on that one first step. step. Up. <laughs> <laughs> We're on that first step. All right, spooky babes, as you lay your little head down. Um, to sleep tonight after watching Crimson Peak, because you can do that on Netflix really easy. <laughs> we will see you <laughs> in your nightmares. Ooh. <laughs> in 